I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Qvent. In Britain today, there are enormous communities of people from India and surrounding nations, bringing with them a culture and cuisine beloved by many Brits. I was therefore very pleased to see a Pokémon steeped in Indian inspiration among the Gala Pokédex. Elephants have enormous cultural and religious significance in India. The Indian elephant, with its distinctive forehead bumps, has been domesticated and shared a relationship with humans to a far greater extent than its African cousin. So it's one of those animals which is just perfectly suited to being a Pokémon. Cufant is an adorable little elephant, mostly orange in colour, with a still typing. This colouring is because of the large copper content in its body and not because the Pokémon is part Fire-type, much to my disappointment. The name Cufant makes one think of a cute elephant, but it also draws in the chemical symbol for copper, CU. The Japanese name, Jodo, similarly combines copper and elephant, though it also resembles the word for a statue, Dojo. I first saw Cufant at the very start of Pokémon Sword, when Chairman Rose threw it out while explaining the concept of Pokémon. Opening the game with a brand new Pokemon I'd not even seen a glimpse of got me properly excited for the game. Pokemon Sword tells us, It digs up the ground with its trunk. It's also very strong, being able to carry loads of over 5 tons without any problem at all. And Pokemon Shield says, If a job requires serious strength, this Pokemon will excel at it. Its copper body tarnishes in the rain, turning a vibrant green colour. As well as being based on elephants, Cufant and its evolution are based on construction equipment, like diggers and excavators. Of course, this makes sense on the basic visceral level that their long trunks look a bit like the mechanical arm of a construction vehicle. Beyond that, though, trained elephants have been used for lifting heavy loads and otherwise helping with construction in India for generations. The construction comparison becomes even more clear when, at level 34, Cufant evolves into Copperaja. Copperaja is a bigger, bulkier, blockier elephant. The orange copper of the body has mostly oxidized into a green color, and the enormous trunk looks even more like a shovel. In the tie-in anime Pokemon Twilight Wings, we get to see a Copperaja working a construction site. In the game, we only see this ability misused. One of the player's rivals, B, borrows Chairman Rose's Copperaja and uses it to smash a priceless ancient mural in search of star pieces. Pokemon Sword tells us, They came over from another region long ago and worked together with humans. Their green skin is resistant to water. And Pokemon Shield says, These Pokemon live in herds. Their trunks have incredible grip strength, strong enough to crush giant rocks into powder. The name Kaparaja combines copper with Maharaja, the historic Indian kings. The Japanese name, Diodo, 
also combines Great King and Copper. Copperaja is also capable of transforming into a Gigantamax form. This version stands up tall on its hind legs, looking even more bulky and tower-like. Pokemon Sword tells us, So much power is packed within its trunk, that if it were to unleash that power, the resulting blast could level mountains and change the landscape. Hill tells us, After this Pokemon has Gigantamaxed, its massive nose can utterly demolish large structures with a single smashing blow. The bipedal stance does bring to mind the Hindu deity Ganesha, but more meaningfully it converts Koparaja into a war elephant, the tanks of the ancient world. Of course, Bede used Koparaja out of misguided ideals. Who could have predicted, though, that the real villain of the piece would be Chairman Rose, a super-rich businessman who uses his wealth and power to control every aspect of the Galar region and who risked disaster because he believed only he was smart enough to solve Galar's inevitable energy crisis. What's that? Everyone knew he was going to be the villain? Righto then, carry on. Smash capitalism. I spoke a little back in the Sinisty episode about Britain's relationship with the nature of India. India is a beautiful land with an incredibly rich culture and history, but at the height of its imperialism, Britain committed centuries of heinous atrocities there. Winston Churchill himself was responsible for deliberate genocide in the region, and described his worst nemesis not as Adolf Hitler, but Gandhi. To this day, India still suffers from those wounds, and Brits still benefit from that plunder, so it is important to remember our history. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you've enjoyed the show, and you want to help me be able to keep hosting it online, please consider supporting at patreon.com slash lukelovespkmn. Just a dollar a month is a big help, and in return you can listen to episodes a week early. I'd also love it if you could get in touch. I upload this podcast every week, and the numbers tell me people are listening. In fact, I just hit 10k on SoundCloud. But I'd love it if people said hi. The podcast is on Twitter and Facebook at lukelovespkmn, or you can leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening. Next up is a bit of a fossil month. The first two episodes will be about Dracozolt and Arctozolt, so feel free to share your thoughts about those or any other monsters. I love Qfant. And remember, I love you too.